for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good day, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Signal 50 podcast for June 20th, 2022. Me and my host, Bravo. Bravo, how are you this afternoon? Hey, uh, I'm uh, doing great. It's good to hear from you again. I know, uh, again, life is uh, getting busy, but, uh, you know, happy Father's Day to you, sir. I know it's uh, another Hallmark holiday, but, you know, <laughs> us fathers got to stick together. Yeah, we call that we call that a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Spent some time with the kid yesterday, and, and you know, that was kind of nice. Uh, she yeah. actually took me out to dinner, which was entertaining, to say the least. So it feels kind of good to have a kid that's able to do that these days, considering... Most kids her age are unemployed and eating hot pockets in the basement. So she's doing she's doing just fine there. So awesome. Yeah, you bet. So, you know, everybody, welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast. We just want to thank you for joining us. The, the the podcast is growing. We're getting quite a listenership, and we really appreciate that. You know, your hosts Alpha and Bravo, myself, Alpha and Bravo, we're lifelong friends. We're just inviting you along for the conversations that we would have had anyway. So we're kind of letting you into the conversations. We don't take any advertising money. We're just doing this because we enjoy it. And if you have a lifelong friend out there, I strongly suggest you reconnect with that friend and you do something like this to, you know, stay connected and, and, and to stay friends with people uh, for the rest of your life. You know, it's, it's really hard. Uh, it's hard out there. It's, it's harder without friends. So I appreciate you, Bravo, and we have a good time when we're doing this. Please make sure to catch us up on catch us on Twitter. We're 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 doing a little bit on Twitter, you know. In the show notes, you'll find the links to that. Uh, we're kind of optimistic that Elon's finally gonna maybe take over, and maybe things will change. No, oh, it's like a tug of war over there. No, you can't have the code. Yes, I want the code. No, I can't have it. I'm gonna sink your stock prices. I don't know. It goes back and forth. It's like a ping pong match. You it's know. really interesting, isn't it? It's just a fascinating way of doing business. But you know, you really have to uh you really have to take uh uh <laughs> you really have to take stock in what he's doing and pay attention and that's how things are done. Right. Uh you know, hey, look, you know, you know, get us on rumble as well. Go over and make sure to uh share, give us a thumbs up and give us a rumble over there. We're no longer on uh YouTube at all, really. Uh we have two channel strikes out against us for misinformation. Uh, I, I object. I'd like to, uh, sit the fact checker down and actually see what they did to do the research and compare it to my ability and your ability to research. And I would, I don't even want to be there for the results because they should just go running out of the room. Just got to We're also over on Getter, you know, and Getter's kind of an interesting platform and I'm enjoying Getter for the limited amount. I like to use social media, but it's over there. You know, Hey, listen, we're well over 3000 downloads now. Help us by subscribing and sharing our podcast with others, you know, hit us on Getter, True Social, Twitter. We're also over on Telegram. The links are also in the show notes for Telegram. Telegram is a very interesting alternative to Twitter for putting out a message real quick, putting out information about a show coming up or some data or articles we want to share. You know, we, we try to pick and curate some. We don't want to bombard anybody, but we do put some interesting stuff up there when we find it that kind of goes along with what we're saying. You know, hey, listen, uh, that's about it. Yeah. No, I Let's wanted to. Out of the way. We have a long list. Yeah. Uh, thank you. It's It's been a blast. I mean, you, like you said, being lifelong friends and uh, we were always chatting on the phone and, you know, hey, 
this is a great way to to keep uh it keep is. us both up to date and sane in these times that just make us shake our head and said it's not there's common sense out here people we just need to pay attention so that's more common so that's what i like to say about that <laughs> but you know everyone we do these quick hits so that we remember remember about what the, the stories that the mainstream media is trying to memory hole or try and let us forget or keep it out of the front of the, the spotlight. We're going to bring it back into that spotlight because I think it's important we talk about it. And, and, uh, and on that, take it away. You, you've got the first one here, Bravo. So. so everyone remembers back in March when we had the uh, convoys. Remember Canada, of course, uh, Trudeau, the tyrant up there, uh, started shutting things down and taking people's money away. And I think it showed the hands of the world economic forum and, and the dictators that we have that are supposedly elected into place, but they're not. I mean, we have one here too in the white house too. So we'll get to him in a minute, but uh, we had our own America's convoy and it, it was, it was at the moment. If we, if we just take one moment and we think about what happened the, the, the convoy was up to 75 miles long. Remember this alpha? And then it got, you know, it came across the country oh, yeah. and at every single overpass and along the way, people were out there supporting uh, the truckers and waving to them as they went by at their stop areas. They actually got together and they had, it was kind of like a big campground. It was, it was a very collegial, very uh, supporting uh, environment. It didn't matter what color you were. The, the 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 woke BS that we like to call it was not even present, and the message did get out. And we it, it kind of fell to the to the quiet zone, didn't it, Alpha? That we don't hear anything about it. It it really did, and you know people forget so quickly. We've we've moved on to food shortages, baby food shortages, and six dollar a gallon gasoline, and 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 a war that we're a proxy war we're fighting with Russia and Ukraine that we're spending $50 billion on. So, right. So I wanted to encourage everybody, uh, check out, uh, this, uh, very young, uh, but talented. She's not that young, but I mean, she's younger than I, am, but she's talented and she is, um, amazing the way she masterfully took all of her four terabytes of video <laughs> and cut it down to an hour and 10 minutes or so. Claire Dooley, she was on the war room this weekend, but I did take the time this weekend to watch her documentary. And she brings out in her, in her documentary, why this was important and, and what it did. And, and at the end, do you remember how it kind of just kind of disappeared? Alpha, do you remember that? Oh yeah. It just, it kind of went into obscurity uh the police had something to do with it she records that but the but the message did get out and i have to say um alpha it did get out and and the the reason for this was to bring us together we all did come together so that we need to find again and continue to 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 come together i say the next thing that we all need to come together as americans is come together on the election and and stop this nonsense with January 6th and all this other garbage that's going on, um, which I like to, we'll go on to the next part of this, is systemic destruction. Uh, and that, uh, you know, the, the, the United States um, DOJ is biased against all of us, and conservatives especially, and the January 6th committee, I'm glad it's falling on its face, but 
to even have something like this alpha really bothers me. It's really a Russian, you know, Soviet area era star chamber. It's communism, it's Marxism, just, all terrible. And it's not something that belongs here in America, you know, and that's what that convoy reminded me as I was watching it. So, go, you know, like I said, we'll have the link in the bottom, but this, this, this really needs, we need to stop this stuff. It, it just needs to stop. Okay. So, um, and, and in well, fact, it's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the Democrats, it's the Democrat, you know, power and cover up all of their misdeeds at all costs. Sure. Sure. And, and that's what they're doing. And that's what this is. This is not, it has nothing to do with an insurrection on January 6th. This is all about trying to maintain power and trying to disqualify a political candidate. They're using the full weight of law enforcement, subpoena power, the U.S. government to intimidate their political opponents. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we slowly are seeing uh, governors uh, starting to do the job of the DOJ. The DOJ, again, is a uh, corrupt, a corrupted uh, one-sided Marxist uh, dictatorship type bureau or even a Gestapo, I, I would say. I would compare it to the SS uh, in back in Germany. Yes, I'm doing that, everyone. I'm going to because it's, it just makes no sense uh, why in front of justices of the Supreme Court's houses, people are, are still protesting and there is a U.S. code, there is a law that states it's not allowed. It's illegal. So Len Youngkin from Virginia is looking to outlaw protesting from a state level, and that would give him the authority to go and clear out these, these uh, protests. Now, remember, the Constitution says that you have the ability to protest legal, you know, quite, uh, peacefully. Not in front of a judge's house. It's been, it's been adjudicated throughout the court. Yeah, so, if you want, if you want to protest, you know, whatever, you know, go go stand out, go stand by the National Mall out on the steps of the Supreme Court, you know, and and go do it there. Right. Um. If if that's legal, and I, and I think it is, just just go do it there. Don't don't do it in front of people's houses. I mean, we're we're creating a dangerous situation here, and it just needs to stop. And that was proven. Okay. But can I so, call this out, Alpha? I'm going to call this out. It's intimidation. Oh, of it's course, intimidation. it's intimidation. It's it's, it's intimidation. It's it's, it's clearly it's clearly a. a an intimidation tactic. Absolutely. Yeah, because of course the, the uh, abortion decision and, and firearms decisions and what to me is clear. And we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show. Um, but you know, like they're already, you know, people on the other side that are expecting that this decision is not going to go their way. And I'm talking about the leftists are, are pressuring the Brandon administration to, uh, and and saying that you have to come up with certain executive orders to allow for for federal funding that will ensure women will be able to continue an abortion which there's not a it, once a decision from the court comes out it doesn't it doesn't give you the right to say well i'm not going to listen to it you know we all signed up for a certain system here well, wait, wait, wait a minute this, this speaks to a larger problem ah okay what you just said hits on a lot of key issues that we're going to touch on later in the program. So mm -hmm. let's let's talk about that for a quick minute in the quick hits. It's supposed to be quick hits, but let's talk mm -hmm. about it a little bit. We have laws in this country. If you don't like the law, you have to legislatively change the laws, right? right. Yep. The laws have not been changed. You nope. know, criminal law, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, and if the administration, the current administration wants to fund people to travel to other states where it may be outlawed, 
uh, to get an abortion, you know, okay, um, you have to pass that legislatively and 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 allocate the money through the legislature. Mm-hmm. They're running out of time. Mm. You cannot spend money like that to do that on a broad sweeping scale, you know, with the stroke of a pen. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're we're working with a with a government now that is super constitutional. They're just not paying attention to the laws that are on the books, the norms, and the way things are done. They're just doing whatever they want to do mm-hmm. at this point, and it's really getting scary. This is mm-hmm. a dictatorship. It is, and I, I don't like this it is fascism. Before. This is fascism. Yep. I don't care how you feel about abortion. There's there's a way to do things and a way not to do things and. They're definitely not doing things the way they want to do it, and they're not denouncing right. the violence. Okay, so we're, we're going to have to move on. Now, another thing that we want to talk about here is you had some some crazy dude shows up from California with guns and zip ties and duct tape and crowbars and all this stuff over to Brett Kavanaugh's house. He has a moment of clarity and surrenders himself to the federal marshals, okay? Yep. Nobody talked about that. Nobody was talking about it. Fox News was the only news media and some of the alternative sources, you know, Alex Jones and a few others were talking about it. Newsmax, OAN, but, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Bloomberg, blah, 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 blah. They they just ignored it. They memory hold that. That's not important to them. Okay. The same thing happened when some Sanders supporter showed up for the congressional baseball game tryouts, uh, you know, or a practice over at a Republican field. The guy says, are these conservatives or Democrats? Well, they're conservatives. Breaks out a rifle and he starts shooting people. People seem to forget that he shot four people that yep. day. Okay. Yep. He almost killed four people. Had he not been stopped by a good guy with a gun, yep. the complexion of our government would be completely changed. That yep. was a, that's political violence. That's an assassination. That's right. He attra- He attempted to assassinate members of Congress and senators on a baseball diamond in Virginia. It's crazy. We, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody talked about it. That, that just, you know, move along, but we've dragged this January 6th crap out for over a year. That's right. Kind of okay. just one calling person, one person got killed. One person got killed and she was, she was an unarmed woman. Yep. Committing a misdemeanor. Yep. Not saying what she did was right. Okay. No excuses. Nobody should have been in that building. Full stop. But he shouldn't have shot blindly into a crowd like that. Right. Well, and they know anyhow, who it was and they gave him exoneration anyway. Anyway. Yeah, they just let it go. So moving along, you know, uh, Bravo's favorite subject is uh, our, 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 our feckless leader, Brandon. So go ahead. <laughs> Quickly, I'm just going to say it out there, everyone. Uh, 80-year-olds should be very careful riding bicycles. I got to say. I mean, he did fall yeah, and I'm glad he he's did. okay. Yep. Uh, I've never seen this the Secret Service move that quickly to pick him up. Uh, but <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah, he, he didn't. Fell, I, I, he stopped. And was that a stop too? Which okay, we've done it. I've done it myself. I get it. But yep. there's something else that Alpha. I got to call this out. We got to stop elder abuse. We really do. Uh, I have. Uh, if you're not, if you're listening to us on podcast, please go over to the Rumble channel. Go find <laughs> us on Signal Fifty Podcast. Watch this video. It's just a little bit of uh, a montage of uh, why. President Biden really needs to uh, go to the retirement home. Last year, the entire nation saw just how vital our caregivers are. All right. Wait. Okay. Just stay. Seriously, so, so just sit. <laughs> Where is everybody? Jill. 
you know, thank you for joining us as well. And for families across the country. How critical home-based care truly is. The president did have a slight trip there as he's boarding uh, Air Force One. See all these people here? They get to ask you all kinds of questions. And you try to figure out how you can avoid answering them sometimes. Fewer. Not more. Fewer. Lost your child. Lost your child. Gone. I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. Because of the actions we've taken, things have begun to change. And the quote, in the past three weeks, Putin's kleptocracy. Kleptocracy. So thank you to Marjorie Taylor Greene, who brings up the uh, that elder abuse awareness uh, week is going on right now. And uh, she wanted us to all make sure that we uh, put an end to elder abuse, which I believe. Uh, as, amusing, as, as, and, as amusing as as yeah. amusing as that is and the yeah. way it was put together, um, it's it's really sad at the same time. I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm sitting here just thinking 81 million votes. Yeah. It's impossible. Anyhow, moving along, another thing that we all like to keep an eye on is the mainstream media. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of noise lately about there's there's a new sheriff in town over at CNN, and the likes of Stelter and Don Lamont, they're they're going to be history. And they're um, giving notice. Yeah, they're going to be history. Uh, they're going to go to a hard news um, format. You mean they're going to give Fox News a run for their money? Holy cow. Well, Fox News is, you know, they've got hard news. But I would say Fox News is about 80% opinion and commentary. Um, You know, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson. Tucker, Tucker's masterful. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the way that he he does his thing. And he he, he uses his knife to cut in both directions. So he's, I think he's pretty fair about the way he approaches things. You know, some people don't want to hear when he's critical about conservatives. But you know what? There are conservatives out there that need to be. You know, they need to be slapped around a little bit, too. Sure. Um, so, you know, let's keep an eye on that. I think Stelter's going to be looking for a new job here pretty quick. Does anybody have a job in a mailroom for him or something? <laughs> I don't have one for him. Nope. <laughs> All right. So on the last program, we talked a little bit about the Loudoun County Commonwealth's Attorney's Office, uh, Buddha Bibaraj. She is the uh, Loudoun County uh, Commonwealth's Attorney. Uh, they were removed from a case, and and as a follow-on, this reporter that was doing the digging, we'll we'll put the uh, link to the uh, article in the show notes. Uh, found another case where uh, there was a sex assault case, uh, where the judge threw the Commonwealth's Attorney's Office off the case because of impropriety. So. Mm. They've got a lot of problems over there in Loudoun County. We just want to bring that to your attention. So, you know, we're going to move on to our first block of uh, of of story that we want to bring you. And this one's near and dear to Bravo's heart. It's about our our good friend Fredo Fauci. Not my good friend. You're my good friend. He, yes. the fraud. I'm he keep calling fraud. him a fraud, and I'm still calling him a fraud. So, Fauci was um, called a, again in front of the Senate Judiciary, uh, not I'm sorry, uh, Senate Oversight Committee, and Rand Paul. Uh, God bless him. Uh, he started to uh, question 
some very specifics about financial disclosures and um, uh, Fauci would not answer what those problems would be. Uh, basically, Fauci uh, is being questioned about royalties. Let's play you this video that we have. And, and we wanted to not cut it up. I wanted you to have the whole thing. Let's listen to what Fauci's explanation is as to why uh, he feels that and he, he's answering the question well. I guess. Right. And then let's talk about, a little bit about this back and forth when we're done and, and, right. and the takeaways from it. Sure. Roll it. Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that not because you told us, but because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Over $193 million was given to these 18 employee, 1,800 employees. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen, Senator, have you ever received a royalty plan. payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I well, well here's the thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH oh, refuses. Look, we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not who got it and how much. They refuse right. to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Right. Can you tell me uh, that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever received gonna, any money from people who make the vaccines? Soundbite number one, are you going to let me answer a question? Okay, so let me give you some information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement, according to the Bayh-Dole Act. So let me give you some example from 2000. 15 to 2020, I the only royalties I have was my lab and I made a monoclonal antibody for use in vitro reagent that had nothing to do with patients. And during that period of time, my royalties ranged from $21 a year to $7,700 a year. And the average per year was $191.46. It's, it's all redacted, and you can't get any information on the 1,800 Paul, scientists. Your, your time is so long. So we want to know Senator whether Senator or not Paul. people got money from the people who made the manufacturing Senator Paul, vaccine. your time is long over expired. I gave you an additional two and a half minutes. The witness has responded. We are going to move on. Senator Sanders. Yeah, move along. Move well, along. did move he along. answer the question? Did he answer the uh, question? Me? I guess. No, no. No, no. <laughs> no he The question didn't. was, have you ever received royalties from a company that you're helping approve a medication or, or overseeing a disbursement of a grant to? And the answer was no answer. He did not answer the question. He, he talked in, he spoke in circles and word salads, I would say. That's right. 
That's right. There was $190 million given as royalties to mm-hmm. 18,000 employees. By my math, that's about $10,000 uh, in royalties per person or something along yep. those lines. If you are, it's an awful lot to me, like the rooster running the hen house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these companies are incentivizing approval of medications through royalties to people in the approval process. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's, again, it comes down to that funding model that they're using. The only money that is really given for research and the idea behind scientific research, and we talked about this when we were doing our project, which we're still working on because we're new information is coming out all the time. And I just, uh, we kind uh, of a living document, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, but getting back to this, what is scientific research supposed to be? It's supposed to be, you pose a, a theory, you pose a, um, uh, a hypothesis. You say, I think this, because if this does this, this should work. If not, it doesn't work. And you go back to the drawing board. Okay. That's, very, very, very scaled down version of the scientific method. Well, it's not working. It, it's, it's the money is coming from NIH who expects certain, ex, uh, who uh, has uh, ex- uh, 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 the money's not coming from NIH. NIH does not have their own money. The money comes from the taxpayer. Okay. Well, NIH has a budget. Let me, let me rephrase. That's Honor, funded so. by taxpayer dollars. That's right. It's our money, right? But, but right. It, I'm talking about a funding source, Alpha. I'm talking about where the money comes from. And it's, well, let's make it, let's make it personal. Well, okay. But, but again, what it comes, but when you're trying to get results or when you, when you're trying to get an honest evaluation of a theory that's coming out, Alpha, you're not going to get it because the money's coming from the NIH indirectly from us. Okay, they're they're throwing money at it, and they want certain results. It's like me coming to you and saying at your job, and I have no right to say it because I don't do what you do. I do medical stuff, and I'm coming to your office and saying, Alpha, you're going to do it this way because the money's coming from me indirectly, right? So, with that being said, the in the FDA uh, and and the CDC and everyone else are using these recommendations. And with these recommendations, it really comes down to, uh, call, I call BS. I call BS on this whole system. The whole thing, the way COVID was handled and the way these, these directives came out and these, these, weren't, these were recommendations, these weren't, and they were treating them as laws and edicts. Okay? So let's talk about the 60,000-foot view from what I'm, where I'm coming from. Pfizer wants emergency use authorization protection for their vaccines. Yes. Now, let's. Let, why do I say that? Because the FDA, who uses this NIH research, comes out and says, "It's it's clear. Go right ahead. Give these to six months and old, and everyone else after that." Now, it does two things. One. It comes under emergency use authorization, liability protection, and immunity is there. But also, when you talk when you talk about childhood immunizations, the same rule applies. And the government is the one that takes care of the quote compensation when there's adverse effects. Now, in terms of the childhood immunization schedule, and there's a lot. There's been things that have been added: uh, measles, mumps, rubella. There's you know, but, but all these were tested. Yep. Long term, 
long, long term. term. And and the, the, the side effects are known. And there are some people that say it causes this or that. Uh, look, we're not going to get into that right now. But never in the history of my understanding of scientific research has an emergency use authorization that has subdued the results from what's coming out regarding the mRNA vaccines, you know, COVID vaccines, that they call them, I call them drugs, they're not really vaccines, that they're pushing out there. So, do you know, like, Alpha, I got to be honest with you, there's, there's approximately 700 reported deaths from COVID last year. And these are people, these are, excuse me, children. This is of, of children under the age of 12. And, and that was because these children had some kind of other immune issue. All right, their immune systems are not up to snuff. I can tell you with 100% assurity that there was not one child that died because of COVID. All right, they may have had COVID and died from a escape, you know, like a, a motorcycle accident or, God forbid, had some other kind of cancer or something, but they didn't die from, from COVID. They died there's, with COVID. They're, 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 everybody's forgetting that there's a big difference between dying because of something or with something correct so just as a just as a uh the fda who's coming out and and saying that we, we need to protect for against death i was like you're not making an appropriate conclusion from what the data presents and and to me this stinks all around for the fact that pfizer wants pfizer wants an annuity every year from the kids and infants that would be getting this vaccine and they can say, well, you have cyber adverse effects, too bad, we're, we're protected, you can't sue us. When you and I both know, Alpha, that the adverse effects in our study show that there are people getting hurt from these vaccines from all the way down from kids, all the way up to older adults. Oh, that's absolutely correct. You know, and, and, you know, to go along with that, you know, there was a, a peer reviewed study that was released on the 17th of June. It mm. yep. says that the COVID-19 vaccination BNT162B2, which is the Pfizer vaccination, it temporarily impairs semen concentration and total modal count among semen donors. Okay. So that is a, a, a short-term problem. They say it, it spans three months and you could recover after vaccination. But again, this is impacting people on, on a level, even down to the reproductive system. Yep. So we don't know the long-term effects. The, the link to this article is from Wiley. It's a peer-reviewed study. It's going to be in the show notes. I suggest you just go ahead and read that. We don't know the long-term results of a vaccination that uh, has been covered and indemnified under EUA and not particularly thoroughly studied or there, there's no long-term there's no long-term study that's been done with this. And we no. have a lot of evidence to suggest that these vaccinations did a lot of harm. They did and they're a still lot doing. of harm, and they're, and they're going to continue doing harm. A lot of the side effects from this vaccination haven't reared their ugly heads yet. And one more thing, I, I just want to connect the dots here. If, if the vaccines are so important, and, and why did we not use other methods 
you know, to treat. Um, that's the first thing that comes out. They subdued ivermectin. They subdued hydroxychloroquine. They did. Yeah, that's clear. The, the data that was being withheld from, you know, you know, like we got it finally because of a court order, but the FDA was not releasing the information they were using to base their decisions. They were hiding something. You have Bill Gates who, who designed software you know, Windows, everyone's using Windows. I don't, but everyone else is using Windows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's coming out and saying a couple of things that are very disturbing. That there's too many people and it's, there's an overpopulation and we need to cut that down. We need to call the herd. And he's been involved with lots of uh, vaccines over the years. And people have been dying in Africa because of these vaccines that he's been pushing. These are all facts, everyone. It's not being reported in the mainstream media, but I'm telling you, he's got his hands written all over it. You have a World Economic Forum that's coming out and talking about how we need a new world order. And this has been going on for 20-something years. Everything's yeah. coming to a head, everyone. Yep, so, at, a, at, a, at a really quick pace. That's right. So pushing, pushing this, this vaccine, quote-unquote, which I don't believe it's a vaccine, but pushing this as the end-all, be-all cure for basically the common cold, all right? People have died, elderly have died from the common cold. Why? Because it causes complications, pneumonias, causes sepsis, you know, like a blood-borne infection. This, this, is not, this is not under dispute. But what I am putting out forth is that COVID was used politically made political. We talked about this in our last season's show. And I, I urge everyone to go back and listen to it. When we were calling out what the hell is going on with this, and I'm telling you right now, Alpha, this whole thing stinks. Oh, it absolutely does. Look, I, I had COVID. Yeah. It was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. I was sick. I was very sick. Mm -hmm. I did not die. Nope. It was a bad flu. It was a bad flu. It was as bad a flu as I think I've ever had. It was it was nasty, but you know it it's a flu, and we've created this panic over this whole thing. Well, you know enough. You know we can we can go on about this for right for just years, everyone but... do your own research again, understand the process how it's supposed to work, and when you see certain things that don't comport with common sense, we're asking questions. Well, concerns. my big takeaway is, you know, I, I, I just like to distill it down and, and keep it simple, stupid, right? Mm -hmm. How am I to trust an organization like uh, the NIH or the FDA or whatever when they're being paid royalties to develop something on taxpayer money by drug companies? Right. How am I to trust those results when they could be influenced by financial uh, interest? But uh, conflicts of interest. That is a huge are, conflict of interest. And even in our report, we, we came out with a conflict of interest. We, we, we declared any conflict of interest. Financial, that's, that's what it comes down to. No one's paying us to do this. That's right. Okay? So keep that in mind when you look at a report, when you look at research, when you see Pfizer employees on, on the board or the FDA recommendation committees and all this other stuff, just keep your ear to the wheel. All right, or your excuse me, shoulder to the grindstone, and keep looking for inconsistencies. Just saying.
Yeah. I, I, who can trust somebody with a financial interest? In nope. Can't, I can't trust them. Can't Moving, trust on. Them. Moving on. So, you know, in the next block, we're going to talk a little bit about there. There are some very important uh, Supreme Court decisions coming out. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about this before. You've got the the Roe decision um, and you've got the what I what I consider even more impactful than that. Uh, for mm-hmm. different reasons, is the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin case. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to it. Uh, basically, it's, you know, uh, changing. We all understand what Roe is, and that just kicks the decision uh, for legalization of abortion from a federal level to a state level. Why all this this Michigas regarding women's rights and the right to choose and the my body, my choice? Mm, there's a lot of arguments out there that can't compete with ending the 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 life of an infant just saying right you know look that that's that's one whole thing in new york Mm -hmm. state rifle and pistol association versus bruin basically what this boils down to is you know you can't limit people's constitutional rights just because of your feelings Mm -hmm. uh it's going to turn you know there's a permit system in this country uh in certain places where you have to have a permit to carry a uh pistol Okay, you have to go through a background check and da 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 and they approve you and the government sells you back your rights after you pay them a fee. Uh and there are some states where it is shall issue, like should you be determined to be, you know, not a felon, uh somebody who is reasonable and has no criminal record or past, and you fulfill some minor requirements, you know, you have your constitutional right to carry your firearm for self-defense. There are places like New York that you go through a lengthy process that costs you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, if not thousands, for the government to say you don't have the right to carry a pistol. Right. You can have a pistol permit. You can own a pistol, but you can't carry it out of your house. Mm -hmm. Okay. so that's, you know, may issue and shall issue. All right. There's the differences. Now, Bruin versus New York State Rifle and Pistol Association is coming out. And just give everybody a background. If if the Supreme Court sides with New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, it's going to be a very interesting dynamic in this country for states that limit one's constitutional right and access to weapons. It's going to really change the whole magazine capacity argument. It's going to change the assault weapons argument. There's already been court cases. So everything that you're hearing about gun control is complete crap. Mm-hmm. There's precedent out there that supports you can own whatever you want blah 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 it's already out there and people conveniently forget that we're all in a big rush to do something because a couple of places got shot up buffalo and uvalde okay Mm -hmm. terrible things could have been stopped with good guys with guns but that's a whole other thing but is that a false equivalency i mean you're you're trying to equate two things that are not congruent at all that it's it's it they're two tragic events that could have been easily preventable Mm-hmm. In my opinion, yep. maybe not so easily, but somebody would have had a better chance had somebody been armed mm-hmm. uh, and competent or more than one person were armed and competent and on the side of the good guys. You can't stop mm-hmm. crazy people. OK, so that's right. basically what's going on. And these are big decisions. The row thing really scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, the left is incredibly violent. Yes. They're violent people. Um and you've got a group out there who's basically nothing more than a terrorist organization called Jane's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And they've sworn that they're going to go out and they're going to start killing people. 
They're going to start burning places down. They already have. Yep. And this level of violence and vitriol, and, and nobody is, we, we've already talked about this. Nobody's turning down the temperature. No. The administration's not up there saying, hey, you know, if this decision goes in a way that we don't like for whatever reason, you know, get out there in the streets and da, da, that's what they're doing. They're amping it up mm-hmm. when a reasonable person would. And, and they're they're throwing away the norms that have held this country together. Right. You know, go and, out and, and argue with the Supreme Court. We're going to ignore anything the Supreme Court says. That is absolute lawlessness. Correct. And, and you bring up a very good point. This is being allowed to go on. And, and yes, you have to ask the question, where is the DOJ, the Department of Justice? Why aren't investigations and arrests being made, especially with this Jane's Revenge? What what gives them the right to intimidate and, and terrorize? This is terrorism. They want a political end. They're using violence to get there. This is terrorism, everybody. Where's the DOJ? It is is becoming a very dangerous situation out there, and and I'm afraid that if the road, well, I I think we all kind of have a feeling or a sense of how the road decision is going to go. Watch out. Yeah, but it's going to get it's going to get weird out there, man. I have to I have to ask this question, Alpha. How much do you really think they're going to stick to their guns, these justices? I, I have I have belief that a couple, you know, uh, Thomas will, Gorsuch will. Uh, but the new ones on on that were brought on in such uh, can, you know especially Kavanaugh, who was who was basically had the the roughest road to the seat I've seen anyone have to go through, even more than Bork. Bork wasn't he was treated terribly. So was Thomas. So was Clarence Thomas, but yeah, so by Thomas. by the president of the United States, right. who's a who's a flaming racist, by the way. That's correct. However. Uh, Kavanaugh had complete total lies being thrown at him. And, you know, I don't know what that does to, to, you know, in the long term, taking away from his resolve. I don't know. Well, but they're I'm, just, they've, they've, they've committed the act of dehumanization of, of, of these figures. Hmm. They've dehumanized them. They said, well, he's he's not legitimate because we say he did this or we say he did that. When he and never makes, did. Well, he never did, obviously, but it makes it easier for the gullible to believe and the easily influenced to believe that they're righteous in their action of protesting in front of his house, threatening his family or the judge's families, threatening to assassinate people. This is this is pure lawlessness. Yes. And it's all being driven by the Democrats at a level at which I've never seen before in my life. Mm there this is evil it is i i agree with you a thousand percent my friend this is evil you know look you you asked the question where is the doj where is the doj you've got them you know arresting uh people for january 6th still in handcuffs and perp walking people it's it's just the craziest thing i've ever seen and the doj is not prosecuting uh, federal felonies. They're just not. Right. They're they're going after misdemeanors, which is just the most insane thing I've ever seen. Meanwhile, and, the whole yeah. whole country is going to hell in a handbasket. Right, and that brings us to our next point. Yeah, violence and lawlessness. All right, mm-hmm. you know, just just a little 
just a little 50,000 feet here. I live in the DMV area. Everybody knows that who listens to the program. D.C., Maryland, Virginia. All right. There was a kid brought a gun to Tyson's Corner Mall, got into a beef with people, started shooting randomly all over the mall. Okay. A lot of people ran out of the mall and were injured in the process. There was a concert down in D.C., like some kind of event. Uh, somebody shot up the concert. A cop got hurt. Four or five people were shot. Two people were killed there. There was a 16-year-old killed in D.C. the other night. Chicago continues to be a war zone. Portland, violent crime is up across the board. Mm. Why? We're going to get to the why in a minute. <laughs> I got answers. <laughs> we we have answers. But I want to talk about something that's not going to be terribly terribly popular with people that are you know, hardcore Second Amendment people, like I am a hardcore Second Amendment person. I believe the purpose of the Second Amendment is, you know, just as it says, the men of this country should be a well-regulated militia. We are the well-regulated militia. Mm -hmm. We are the reason we're not invaded. We are the last stand. And the Second Amendment is there in case the government ever becomes a tyrannical entity. Uh, I think they are right now. Well, I think they are, but let's just, just... Stick to the Federalist Papers and yeah. kind of I know stick I know. to the liturgically correct, you know, yeah. interpretation of what the Second Amendment is. All right. Okay. Let's not talk about the current situation. I think we're all aware of what that is. We don't want to push anybody in any directions here because that's not what we're going to do. OK, so that being said, I am staunchly pro Second Amendment, have been my entire life. Oh, I'm my. A, yep. I'm a competitive shooter, blah, 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 blah. OK, all that. I love shooting it's a passion of mine has been for years now there's a problem and humans exploit loopholes right Mm -hmm. they find laws that they don't like and they're like oh let's get real clever and work our way around that all right so there have been companies out there for a number of years providing what are called polymer 80 or 80 percent firearms Mm. an 80 percent firearm is not a firearm It is not regulated under the NFA. It's not regulated under the Gun Control Act. And the ATF has no purview over 80% firearms until it's a firearm. Mm. Now there's a definition of firearms that is clear. And these companies have been supplying and selling parts kits that fall below the threshold for something to be declared a firearm. I mean, it's like a model. Like I used to build airplane models. Yes. Put it together and then... It, it, yes. it, it's an F-14, but it really is not an F-14 because it can't it's, fly. It's okay. an F-13.80. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. 20% of the work that needs to be done to make it an F-14 is done with a, a drill, uh, a Dremel tool, or a piece of sandpaper. Mm. Okay? So you take the kit, you buy the kit, you buy the frame for the firearm, which is technically the registered part of the firearm in many cases. You take it home, you finish it, no background check. Uh, there's no waiting period. There's no nothing. It's just, you can make the gun as quick as you can get the parts and put the thing in the jig and run your drill through this, that, and the other thing and do a couple of things. And you have converted it into a working firearm with all respect. It is the equal to a factory Glock handgun. Mm. Okay. So the pro this is what people are calling ghost guns because they're not traceable. Mm -hmm. that is the term they don't have a serial number 
federal law says a, a, a person can form one a gun. You can make your own firearms without serial numbers for personal use. Okay. Mm. That being said, but there's some paperwork you have to do. It's no big deal, really. But these guys that are getting these guns, and these are kids that are getting these guns. These are kids that are getting polymer 80s. They're getting the guns. They're getting the magazines. They're 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 putting them together. And 85 percent of and this is a statistic right from Montgomery County Police Department. Eighty five percent of the firearms that they are taking off the street are polymer 80s are 80 percent firearms that have been manufactured at home and are carried by people that are not authorized to carry them. Either they are under the age to carry mm -hmm. a pistol. Or they are a prohibited person. In either case, they're prohibited people. Mm. I have been staunchly opposed to 80% firearms since the day I saw the first idiot come out with the kit. Mm. This is a great way to put guns in the hands of people that don't need to have them. Mm. If you're a felon, you don't get a gun. If you're under a certain age, you don't get a gun. And I think that age should be 18. But that's mm -hmm. another story. If you're old enough to serve in the military and you're mature enough to serve in the army and drive a $4 million tank and carry a fully automatic machine gun under the flag of our country, you can have a gun, period, full stop. Mm -hmm. This is a big problem. This is the proliferation of firearms to people who are prohibited persons. We have enough laws on the books. We have enough laws. You got to be not a felon. You got to be over an age. You have to go through a background check. Okay. I'll check, 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 check. The problem is, is people are getting guns that don't tick the boxes. That's so, the problem. so this is, this is a, a very good background and something that I heard the, I heard the word ghost gun and I was like, can I, was meaning to ask you about it. So we got busy, but this is a very interesting uh, dilemma. It is. You're, 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 and, and, Gun control right now, uh, you know, well-regulated militia, if the Constitution is read in that way, that would say that people under the age of 18 shouldn't have a gun and for, you know, safety reasons, right? You should have a course. You should understand yep. the, the, the how, how it'll work. It's like driving a car, you know. Um, if constitutional carry and the, the decision goes that way and there's no more permits or anything, Oh, no, no, there'll be permits, but it's going to be not an option for the government to withhold a permit because they feel that uh, a certain way. Mm -hmm. If you pass the background check, they have to issue you a carry permit. So the all those things will still be in place. Correct. You, know, you have a permit. Yeah. And they're doing, you know, they're making sure that I'm not, you know, you know have don't have a, a violent history or a criminal. You know, like if you're a criminal, you can't vote. Right. You're a criminal, you can't have a gun. That's fine. I, I have no problem with that. Right. And that goes under the guise of well-regulated militia, in my opinion, mm -hmm. you know, as, as making sure that, you know, when the time, if the time came and we all had to run outside of our houses because there were parachutes coming down from, you know, Chinese uh, airplanes. Well, <laughs> we're defending ourselves. I'm not dying on my knees. Okay. Why do you think the Japanese never invaded the United States? Because they would be met by people, good people with guns. Behind every blade of grass is a rifle barrel. That's right. Full stop. Yep. That, 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 and people don't want to understand that. They don't want to, they don't want to hear that. I, I look, you know, there have been subdued stories that show that many of these, uh, there are more stories of people 
using guns responsibly to save lives. That's right. Then someone coming in and shooting stuff up because people that are responsible with guns don't have them with them because they're not allowed to have one of them. Let's go back to the West, right? Everyone's carrying sidearms. You know, everyone had a gun. Was there any problems like this before? No. No. Called and mutually assured destruction. I guess. So what's the problem here? If what, what would happen, Alpha, in your opinion, in Chicago, if people that were responsible, that living there in fear right now, have to stay in their homes behind iron lead you know, windows because they can't see out the, the because it's so, um, there's gunfire going everywhere. Well, it's if, incredibly dangerous to be out on the streets at night in Chicago, right. even during the day. So for, what would happen if person. people were able to carry guns, good people with guns, in, Chicago, in the streets of Chicago? You think the violence would stop? Oh, I think it would uh, come to a screeching halt. See? So, and here's the other thing, too, that police are resigning in record oh, numbers. We don't yes. have, you know, defunding the police, which I can't stand saying, is has had catastrophic results. Oh, we, tragic we and catastrophic results. Yes. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to wait well, for the police to come save you? You know how long it takes to shoot somebody? A split second. That's right. And you can be dead in a split second. Well, there's an old expression that we like to use when 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 help is only, you know, when when seconds count, help is only minutes away. That's right. All right. So listen, you know, this is another another nugget for people out there. Montgomery County, I'm gonna use it as an example because it's my backyard. Montgomery County, they have four hundred officers that are eligible for retirement in January. And they're all taking it. They're all taking it. There are no plans to replace those 400 officers. And you wonder why the country's going to hell in a handbasket, everyone. There are six precincts in Montgomery County, Maryland. Do the math. 400 divided by six. That is how many officers per precinct they're going to lose for patrol, administrative work, and and, and criminal deterrence work. Not to okay? mention the DAs aren't prosecuting, which is well, another story. That is, that is the crux of the issue. It, it works hand in hand with defunding the police and all this other BS that has gone on. Mm -hmm. You've got activist district attorneys like you've seen it with the Loudoun County stuff. It's a theme, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to keep harping on it until people start listening. Mm -hmm. You've got activist district attorneys out there that are not prosecuting felonies. They're letting people go on pretrial that are violent felons. These people are reoffending. They're killing people. Look at L.A., Look mm -hmm. at Gascon. He got a cop killed. Look at out in Wacomico County, Maryland. The district attorney out there put this guy on pre-sentencing pre probation. A violent felon killed a sheriff's deputy the other day. Mm. How many lives do we have to lose? Because if you're a felon, okay, now this is my rant, and I, and I said it the last program, I'm going to say it again. If you're a felon, you're caught, you do your time, you go through the program, you serve your every state-mandated penalty, mm -hmm. and you prove yourself to be a good human being, petition for your civil rights back, I'll give you your gun back. I'll let you vote again. But you have to go through the process. Right. You can't short-circus the laws that we already have on the books that keep people safe for a reason. The activist DAs out there are letting people go that shouldn't be let go. They're failing to prosecute people that should be prosecuted. They're not enforcing the laws that are already on the books, but yet 
They're going to go ahead and try to push more laws on good people like you, me, and our listeners that are going to limit, limit your civil rights and your ability to protect yourself when the police are telling you we cannot protect you. And the DAs will not protect you by locking people up that need to be locked up. Sounds like we're all getting put into a corner, my friend. Sounds that way now, doesn't it? So, again, how do we how do we fight against this? We, we raise our voices in opposition. We get out there and vote, and we make sure we stop putting these Soros-backed DAs into office. We start holding people accountable, and we start protecting those who can't protect themselves. You need to start voting for Second Amendment candidates. And here's another important thing, a little takeaway for everybody in the audience, um, you know, as an aside. It's not about votes. It's not about Democrats and Republicans. It's about voter registration and getting people registered to vote for in your counties. People that are Democrats, talk to them. Learn how to register people to vote. Get associated with a group that registers people to vote. Hold a voter registration drive. Get them to switch that D to an R yep. on their voter registration. Go stand at a gas pump with a stack of voter registration forms. Shouldn't be too hard. Go to a gun shop and make sure that everybody in there is registered to vote. Go to a gun show. Have a voter registration table. They'll give you the damn table for free. Yep. Talk to your Republican county, county Republican party about holding voter registration drives at every opportunity. You've got an election coming up. And if you don't have people that registered to vote Republican or conservative, you're screwed. Yep. You've got to flip these counties. It's the only way to win. It is the only way to win. And you do not support a candidate unless they're law and order. The candidate in your jurisdiction has a function. Like there's some things going on in my area with the Republican Party right now that I'm going to be involved with. I'm going to go confront these candidates that are running for office to get their true intent. Right. Well said. Yeah, that's our show mascot uh, voicing his opinion. (laughs) And with that being said, with the votes especially, go out and watch 2,000 Mules. Make sure you learn about what's going on out there. Absolutely. And on that note, we'd like to thank everybody for supporting the program. Please make sure to like, share, and follow us and check our show notes and go to Getter and Twitter and Rumble and spread the show notes around. Uh, I've got a little (laughs) – my friend here is uh, making noise. So (laughs) we'd like to thank you you bet. It's time to end the show. We'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for uh, protecting us 24-7, 365. Our police, fire, and EMS people that are out there every day working with us. We really appreciate what you do. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope to hear from you, and see you soon. That's right. Contact us. Bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.